ladies and gentlemen, would you please rise for the Grouch Anthem? No, no, no. With a Grouch Anthem, you stay sitting down. Down in front, man. You should never let people see your card. When bluff, when call. I did not raise. I flipped over the ace. I raked in the chip. Put a good pop. You didn't say one. <laughs> Just go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Badoogie All-Stars. Uh, we're really back, unlike what everyone got excited when they saw the three episodes that got reposted in the feed. This is real. This is yeah, it. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> By everyone, I mean TJ. Mostly TJ. <laughs> we love you, TJ. Yeah. Not enough to give you a hug. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're back. Um, we're trying to fill the void left by Hayball, which is why we didn't actually plan this intro and just started talking. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> do, do, do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Start. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, well, what's going on? Um, not much. That's why we haven't been podcasting. <laughs> um, no, I started. I've, I know you have too, but I got back into Triple Draw on um, Merge. They're actually running it more than once a week, and it's not <laughs> all, like three, six, or higher, which is what it had been. So I'm watching Death Donkey's videos and going back through Triple the Gold and trying to remember how to play. And it's uh, I don't know. It's I'm rust I'm rusty for sure, but it's a lot more fun than Hold'em was, or definitely way more fun than PLO was. By a long shot. <laughs> Yeah, I remember your PLO phase. Did that just? Did you just stop doing that, or how'd that work out? It was. It went okay. I just don't have like the time to learn a brand new game, and I have some bases of triple draw, and so improving my game is a lot less work. Um, plus, PLO low stakes. Like, there's so the swings are so high that I only have so much money on merge, and I'm not technically scared money, but at the same time, I don't want to have to put more money on there because it'll make me mad if the DOJ shuts it down. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to make the money I have last until something happens and it's legal and then I can crush fools. Yeah. Because I'm sure part of the big poker boom when they legalize in the U.S. will be triple draw. <laughs> I've heard that's what most of the senators have been talking about. Yep. Is, is how do we, I mean, we really got to corner this triple draw market. <laughs> we have we have the lottery and then triple draw. Um yep. But yeah, I also have heard that the rake at PLO is pretty bad. I don't know if it's any worse than any other games at microstakes. Everyone always it's, says that it is, but it's definitely worse than a game like Hold'em, just because the pots are bigger, and so they're raking more. At, there's not a lot of like pre-flop folding, take down the blinds kind of stuff. It just seems like yeah. I guess if everyone's kind of playing a lot of hands, is it bec- is it mostly because everyone just always hits pot? That could be part of it as well. I wonder if Pot Limit Hold'em is also raked very high. Probably not, because no one plays it. Yeah. So it's like it's like how is Omaha high limit raked? No one knows. <laughs> or Double Hold'em. See, Double Hold'em I would play. That's like Hold'em only twice as good, right? I have no idea. I actually don't even know what it is. I just know about the thread. <laughs> I know more about the thread than the game. Which seems like isn't much, but... <laughs> Do you know what it yeah. is? No. Oh, I got excited. I thought you were going to explain it. I didn't know there was a thread, so you're... Oh, you don't know about the thread? 
No. Oh, it's not really that exciting. It's just some guy who really wants everyone to play double hold'em with him. Okay. Remember <laughs> that? Remember that guy that in the cab with us in Vegas, or no, in the shuttle that was telling us about triple draw high and how it used to run. Vaguely, I remember was... that. I remember the guy. Okay, then that's really it just. Yeah, no one plays triple draw high, and he's like, oh, no, and he's talking about, like, hand selection, and it's like, no, that's not a real game. <laughs> I don't even know how what triple draw high would, yeah. It would be like, oh, I only made quads. I guess I have to fold. Or or is he thinking, like, like it's like yeah. uh, nine to king? Maybe, but I think triple draw in that would be even more ridiculous. I just don't see triple draw as a high game working very well. Well, all, all you're, you're just flipping the deck in my version. Yeah, I guess so. But, I, just, I don't know. If any of our listeners have heard of Triple Draw High, feel free to share with us. Yeah, I would... I guess I'm interested in that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm more interested in that than I am in this podcast. <laughs> I'm here, so sure, but, tell me what you think. Anyway, um, yeah, I too have put uh, I put a Hunsky, a hundred on uh, merge just to play around with micro stakes triple draw again. Is Hunsky a real word? I've I, never. I, I'm I'm pretty sure it is actually. Maybe like an East Coast Polish thing or something. Yeah, like a East Coast West Coast type thing. I don't I don't know what that means, but um, we say we say Hundero here. Hundero. <laughs> is that like the El Kida? Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I put some money on there. And like you said, Triple Draw has been running more than it had been prior. Uh, so I actually played a session at 10 cent, 20 cent, I think it was. Um, let's, yeah, let, well, no, let's just say, uh, I ran pretty bad and won $16, not to mention rake back. So I think I'll be, uh. Buying one of those sweet watches or something. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, part of the thing is, I mean, even with that amazing win rate, you've played one session, so you really, unless it's a sixteen dollar watch. <laughs> that's what I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know. I used to have a when I was uh, in sixth grade. I had a calculator watch. I think it was yeah. sixth grade, and uh, I remember that at the time I didn't really care about this too much, but looking back on it, it was pretty sweet, because all the, I, you could store phone numbers in it, and all the girls in the class wanted their phone number in my watch. Yeah, it's sort of, it's funny though, because like, they all wanted their number in your watch, but if you had called any of them and said, oh, I just looked up your number in my watch, <laughs> that would have been the end of the phone call. Everybody, <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait! <laughs> And they were like, "What?" I was like, "No, no, I, I, it's it's me, it's Tom." And they're like, "Yeah, I know." You know the guy with the calculator watch. And they and they start to hang up, and then they're like, "Wait, wait, wait!" And they're like, "Yes, they're coming back." And he's like, "I just have this one question on math homework," and you're like, "Oh, using me for the watch." And you're like, "Yeah, that would be great." <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, in retrospect, that was pretty sweet having a calculator watch. Yeah, I mean, kids these days. With their, with their iPods and their hip hop and their soft candy. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that in your version of the world they didn't have hip hop then, just calculator watches. Yeah, 
It was the year after that that Tupac died. So, um, and, and that's he, when hip hop started. From what <laughs> I remember is there was no hip hop until Tupac died. Yeah, exactly. Because he had decreed it so. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So I have only played one session, but I'm hoping to play a little bit more. Um, I sent that one session to Death Donkey uh, in hopes that, in kind of hopes that he'll review it because I know it's going to be bad. <laughs> Yes. I started out, uh, I just got on a bunch of tables, and I was just waiting for people to sit down, and uh, in the video, someone sat down on a second table, and I was like, okay, well, I'll try two tables, because I used to be able to do that on full tilt, um, but I, <laughs> I I was horrible doing two tables. I'm pretty sure I discarded a deuce on one, <laughs> like, and I was like, did I just discard a, a two there? I don't, I don't even know what's going on. So I told Death Tongue, I was like, look, don't even watch the first 20 minutes of the video. Nice. And yeah, definitely don't edit it out for him. Just send him the whole video and make him feel <laughs> that's the way to get in. Yeah. One thing I would recommend not doing is going, oh, Deuce to 7 isn't running. Ace to 5 is running. Maybe I'll play that. <laughs> I, it, I, I can't make my brain see an ace as a good card. And so I'm like, oh, I got three aces fold. And it's like, oh, no, that would have been good. Uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. All right, next hand. It's like, oh, I got ace, two, three. Like, okay, I'll throw the ace away. No, I don't. And it <laughs> didn't go well. I still won money, but it didn't go well. Yeah, it's kind of like Badoogie. Like, I, I, in my monthly home game that I have, we play triple draw every time because I love triple draw and I'm trying to play it. Um, and then we also usually play Badoogie, but I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, yeah, I don't really like Badoogie. I don't know what it is. It's just not as fun as Triple Draw. It's probably the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Definitely could see that. I have some negative connotation flashbacks, but yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, 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 it seems very similar in that there are three draws, but it's, I don't know. I don't, maybe I don't know enough about it, but I don't know. Triple draw was fun even when I knew nothing. Yes. Badoogie has been like, oh, I can click a button. Ever since I started playing a triple draw, even though my sense of strategy when I first started was awful, it was before I watched a video or anything, I still felt like I was formulating an idea of what to do, and it was in the right direction-ish. Yeah. Badoogie, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> I call. <laughs> Yeah, so. I mean, Badoogie is an easy game if you make, like, one of the two or three best hands. And that's worked well for me in Vegas. But apparently there's other, there's more to it than that. Yeah, that yeah. also worked somewhat well for Rachel. Yes. She, I'm not going to get into whether or not she raised what hand because I misstated it last time and <laughs> I had to issue an apology, and I don't <laughs> do that. Because I'm not sorry. Well, that's good. Yeah. Horses. Um, horses. <laughs> um, are, is she is she actually going to listen to this again? I, pro- I don't know. Is anyone? I was about <laughs> to say, do you have a checklist of which other listeners we have so we can mention them all by name? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't it? Didn't, I think it was Hayball that was like, hey, we got to stop mentioning listeners by name because everyone else gets all pissed off when they don't mention us. Yes, and they, which was a bluff because there was nobody else. <laughs> Somebody posted on their, like, because they just did their last episode now ever since Joe Tall went to like adult land um yes. and someone posted that it was like by far their favorite podcast and like no offense to you know Hayball and all that but really yeah 
<laughs> no, it's by far especially. Like, what else did they listen to? They must listen to this and Hayball. Yeah. Okay. If that's the case, then I yeah I could see their argument. But uh, as is, I mean, I I still even when I was not like a few months ago, I was just not even feeling poker for a little while, not even around on DC much, and. I still listen to the PokerCast, um, 2 Plus 2's podcast, because I just think that's a phenomenal podcast. Yes. The WTF podcast by Mark Marin is a fantastic podcast if you're into comedy. Is it? Yes. Very good. WTF podcast? Just search for that on it's, iTunes? I think it's WTFpod.com is the website. Okay. It's just interviews with comedians and very it... funny, interesting, cool. insightful, whatever. Yeah, and I, I haven't listened to it yet, but Paul F. Tompkins, I just kind of has a podcast called the Pod F. Tomcast, and I think that is a fantastic name. So I just want to throw that out there. I agree I with the name. I have no idea who you're talking about, but I agree he's that a, it's a good name. He's a comedian. You probably know who he was. But anyway, I just wanted to plug the podcast I've never listened to. So now that I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll check out the WTF podcast. Um, yeah, the only other ones I really listen to uh, are... Every now and then the Smodcast, which is the Kevin Smith, Scott Moser one. I used to listen to that a lot. I haven't in a while, but it's good. Um, and uh, I like like the Ted puts out, um, I think, daily or weekly or something, like podcast videos that I usually throw on my iPod. Um, yeah, I tried to listen to the Kevin Smith stuff, and I just... I, I think I'm past the period where I am interested in Kevin Smith. Yeah, I can see that. It's, it's definitely old stuff. Like been there, done that type thing. Um, but I don't know. I I still like Kevin Smith, I, but I haven't listened to that podcast in like six months, so <laughs> apparently not that much. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. Obviously, you care a lot about him. Yeah. So. <laughs> I I will say that I saw him live at the University of Maryland. He came. Uh, let's see, probably something like two thousand three, two thousand four, and it was definitely one of the funniest. He just does Q&A and just tells stories, and he's just a great storyteller, so it's one of the funniest nights of my life. Yeah, I have the, the first DVD that he put out of those. Yeah. Of, like, the best of all of the... I mean, first of all, his fans are weird sometimes. Yeah. But, but yeah, he has some crazy stories. Yeah. The first set of DVDs of his Q&A, I can't remember the name of it, but I think that is amazing. He, he put out, like, a second one, and it's not that good at all, so don't get that one. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I don't know if it's that people had if he told all the best stories already, or people now were asking about the stories that he had told in the last one, which is sort of weird. But yeah, yeah, I could see that because then they're like they came out and they knew what the deal was, and they're like, "Hey, yeah. you told me about that time you were going to write the Superman script, so tell me more." Yeah, what's happened since last time you made a DVD? <laughs> yeah. So Can you explain Jersey Girls to me? <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so anyway, about poker, um, trying to play, trying to get more back into it, uh, play some more triple draw, because I'm hoping to play the, uh, World Series event again this year. Haven't fully decided, um, I know if, uh, somehow I was able to sell off you know, pretty much all the action I wanted to sell pretty quickly. Um, Which amazes me. <laughs> Do these people not remember last year? <laughs> well, see, last year I gave them hope. 
Cause not me. <laughs> I feel like you. I feel like you, you wasted your one time and didn't cash. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, but I, I came mean, so close. Buy up action. It's great. Yeah, I came so close. That's the only way to go is up, right? There actually, there are two ways to go, and there's like a much larger distance to go in the other direction. Huh. Just I don't know. If you asked Jason Mercier to give you tips on how to get hit in the face with the deck, <laughs> yeah, I think that's all you need. Well, I did get hit in the deck. Get hit in the deck. Get um. You got I, good cards. Yeah, I got good cards. Um, the first day, hence why I was like eleventh in chips out of one hundred and fifty or something like that going into day two. Um, but then I didn't get any more hands, and apparently, you need that to keep going. So turns out, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need two days of hands this time. Not, not even two days. I think you're better off getting the hands in the second day. Yeah, if I can hang around. Especially I'll... if you can acknowledge you're not getting hands in the first day. That's true. If I can just kind of fold my way and, you know, pick up a little pot, few pots here and there and get to day two, because coming into day two, I, I can't remember exactly, but I think I had something like 40,000 chips. Jason Mercier had 20,000 chips. And in a matter of like three or four hours, I was just hovering around my same stack and he had 200,000 chips. And just strategically, that seems a lot better to me. Yeah. To accumulate chips. Um, I didn't realize that you didn't know that, or I would have told you before you went. Oh well, yeah. Now you tell me. Yeah, I know. Um, and I guess you could say wait till day three, but I think that might be too late. I yeah. I feel like you cashing would have been fine with me. Yeah, it would have been fine with me too, because even a min cash, with what percent I held would have been like $2,000 I didn't get. Yeah, and to me that seems nice. Eh. But that's just me. Meh. Yeah. You're playing to win. There's only so many calculator watches a guy can own. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> How many, I mean, for 2000 bucks, you could like just roll your sleeve up and just like think of it. I mean, there's like 500 phone numbers per watch. Like you get all the women in Vegas <laughs> have just stored in your... Your girlfriend doesn't listen to this podcast, right? No, I don't think she's listened to even one second of it. Yeah, Carrie hasn't listened either. That's, that's wise. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else going on? No. Sorry, I was picturing your girlfriend, like, finding your calculator watch. Like, what is this? Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Finally, all kinds of women's numbers in it. Why does this say boobs when I turn it upside down? <laughs> See that does, you can't do that anymore with this new technology. That's <sighs> true. Kids will never kids know the wonders of digital boobs. No, I guess. Yeah, they'll just. Yeah, no, they will know the wonder of digital boobs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I guess their um, boobs are better. I don't know. I don't. No imagination. Yeah, that's. I really don't have anything else about poker. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, You've been following uh, Poker News now that you're back to playing poker again? I have a little bit here and there. What, <laughs> what have you learned? Um, I've learned that... What? Enlighten us. Yeah, I've learned that Daniel Negreanu was banned from 2 plus 2 because he was, like, handing out Bibles and stuff, or maybe I'm wrong on that. I'm not sure. Yeah. 
I don't think you can hand out Bibles online. What he probably did is blogged about his own stuff, and then Joe Tall deleted it. <laughs> wouldn't give him his post back. <laughs> or was that you? No, no, uh, yeah, I think you were mixing me and Daniel. It often happens. I was thinking, you know, Bubble Triple Draw event wrote a chapter on Triple Draw for a famous book. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like you guys are the same person. Yeah. His, I, I got nothing there. But um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, apparently he was pimping some new website where you can, I don't know too much about his, it's like, do you remember the name of it? No. Oh. <laughs> can you Sorry, Daniel. Can you learn chat and play? No, don't put, don't mention it here. I'll have to ban you. <laughs> so anyway, it's a, a website where you, I think it's so you can bet on poker players in tournaments. So, for example, you could bet maybe the under on me finishing in the money. Maybe I don't know. Um, Is that possible? Probably not. Because if I can do that, <laughs> I, I don't know who will take that action. <laughs> you, um. But yeah, uh, he he has this new website, and uh, I think he's coordinating with Annie Duke, aren't they best friends or something like that? I don't. Um, I think so. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, he. What I know is that there was a post on Two Plus Two about it, and he just came into this. Well, this is from his side. I would just I watched his video blog, and he said, um, "So." Correct me if I'm wrong or if you know anything better, but he said that there was a post that already existed on 2 Plus 2 that was talking about this new website that he started. And he came in just to clear some things up and answer some questions so that there wasn't, like, misinformation going around. And that was interpreted as him pimping the the website, which you can't do on 2 Plus 2. You can't, like, pimp... And stuff unless you pay for advertising because that's how they make money, right? And he also explicitly linked to a, like a YouTube video about his site at one point. I know that. Well, okay, I didn't know that, but I did know that apparently there's a thread that already exists on Two Plus Two that always talks about his video blogs, which I, I think he does weekly. I'm not sure. Um, and he went into that thread that already existed and posted a link to his video blog. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's the same thing as what or you're talking about. maybe that's what it was. I know he linked to something yeah, I think promoting that's, his thing. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Like he linked was... to his video blog in the thread that he didn't start. And he was... In, in, basically, in the video blog, he's saying, you know, hey, you know, people were already talking about it. It's not like I started the thread and and tried to drum up business, but you know, on the other hand, you can kind of say, hey, well, obviously, you know, even if you're not doing it intentionally, you're advertising. Right. And I think that's the thing is a lot of people don't understand with 2 plus 2. Like, I've seen them do it all the time. People come in and like, oh, I want to buy this book. And like, it's like if someone else says, oh, here's the title, it's fine. But if they like link to the author's website, it starts getting weird. And if the author comments on their own book, it's self-promotion and they like freak out. Yeah. So like there's some line and I don't know exactly where it is. Probably depends on how cranky, you know, Mason is that day or whatever. But yeah, I don't really know much about Mason, but everyone that, you know, most of the people that I have heard talk don't like him. Um, but yeah, I, d- 
he I don't know what I don't know what his deal is. I just from what I've heard from people pretty much if you haven't at some point buttered heads with him then you haven't spent time with him. Yeah. But, so I mean I I I have no personal dealings with him whatsoever so I'm not this is all hearsay and I don't have any problem with the guy but I know a lot of people that I respect or at least would respect if I actually met them. <laughs> um how does that work? Yeah, you, you have don't, to You don't have ill feelings towards Mason but you've already pre <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I haven't pre-respected Mason just because of all the rumors that he can be difficult. Um, pre- yeah, who who have you pre-respected? <laughs> I, uh, I I don't know. I have pre-spect for. Yeah, pre- uh, Aretha Franklin should come out with a new song. Yeah, um, isn't she the one who did respect? Oh, that's good. If you, now that you question your own reference, it fell apart. But otherwise, you were, yeah, I was yeah. P-R-E-S-P-C-T, find out what it might mean to me in the future. <laughs> find out what I've assumed it meant to be. <laughs> um, I think we might have found a title for this podcast. Anyway, um, so yeah, I I can see 2 plus two side of it, because Joe Tall blogged about it as well, and it was just basically like, hey Daniel, you know what you're doing, you can claim... You can plead the fifth if you want, but oh, for all, I guess I shouldn't use plead the fifth for all our international listeners. I also don't think you should use plead the fifth because it doesn't actually make sense <laughs> in this case. <laughs> that's, that's a minor detail. Um, I have. I just assumed that Joe Tall didn't know what plead the fifth meant. But <laughs> now I'm starting to wonder. Um, don't try and bring the Fourth Amendment into this. Well, I I have prespect for the Constitution, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, where was I going with that? Probably somewhere that was constitutionally inaccurate. <laughs> um, no, Joe. Joe was just like, hey, you know, you knew what you were doing. They two plus two does a good job of you know being like, hey, stop that. Hey, we're gonna probably ban you if you keep doing that. Oh, we're banning you now. I can't speak to whether they did that or not. Um, I know when I was. I think I was banned for a day. Um, <laughs> Who hasn't blocked you? <laughs> Doyle, two plus two. Um, yeah, I was banned for a day, but beca- that's because I can't, I can't remember the situation. But I, I was, I was. I can. You, you were correcting Joe Seabock's spelling and grammar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I remember I did it, and then the, they deleted my post, and I was like, "What the hell?" So I, so I posted it again and they deleted it again and so I posted it a third time. Meanwhile, they had been PMing me to be like, hey, stop it. <laughs> but I didn't get any of those warnings, so uh if I had checked that I wouldn't have continued. But so they do give a at least to me, they did warn me. I didn't see the warnings, but they so I presume they warned Daniel. Um now I don't know how that all played out behind the scenes, but uh, so I guess I, I I don't know where do you I, side with or who do you side with? I would assume they cut him more leeway than you. Yeah, I would assume that as well. That would be my guess. Yeah, but maybe not because he was advertising based. I my sense of his view of how things happen does not always match the rest of the world. Like I just I I don't know. In my impression of his view is it's very his perspective, and he can't really does. He probably could. He chooses not to step back and try and see it from all sides. 
because the other people are dumb and they should do it his way. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I think Daniel is good for I don't have a lot of prespect for his ability. (laughs) Introspect. Okay, all right. I respect that opinion. Um, I I like Daniel in that he speaks out, um, speaks his mind. I like him because I think he's good for poker. I think, you know, like me... People watch him when they're kind of new to poker, and they're like, "Oh, he's cute and funny." Well, not you know what I mean. Um, Some people might say that. I mean, yeah, like um, he's. Def- I think he's good for the game, and um, because he's attractive. Well, mostly because he's attractive. Um, he's actually not, but no offense, Daniel. But um, in his mostly in his latest video blog, <laughs> he, I, I swear I was looking at him. I was like, "Wow, what's going on with your hair, dude?" Um, he's like. I don't know if he's balding or what, but I was just like, you need to put a put the hat back on. I mean, not that you know, balding is fine, but it, I don't know. His hair just kind of looked like a not like a Chucky doll, but I don't <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> you put more thought into his, into his appearance than I actually thought you had. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. But anyway, so I, I there's a reason this is not a video podcast, by the way. <laughs> I. Uh, I I respect him for various reasons, but I do think he has somewhat of a a spoiled view of the world in that he usually seems to get his way. And yeah. normally, I'm okay with that because, like, when he's on the players advi- player advisory council at the World Series of Poker, usually the changes I he's thinking about making I agree with. So, um, right. But I like. I, the instance that comes to mind for me was there was that whole thing with being able to show a card, I think, at the World Series last year. Was it and... show a card, or was it... I thought it was more about talking about... Oh, that's right. It wasn't... It was talking about your hand. Yeah. It was something that he's like, oh, it's bad for poker if you can't do this. And yeah. He couldn't separate bad from poker for, from bad for Daniel. And yeah. I think yeah. there's... He wasn't making an argument about why it's good for poker. He was making an argument for why it's good for people that are good at poker. Yeah, or and, at least, or especially that are good at talking. Yeah, um, I mean, and he's good at that. I've watched it happen on TV a number of times that he gets people talking and they give away information they didn't plan on giving away, and that's great. But making an argument of why it's good for the game doesn't have to shouldn't have to do with why it's good for you. And they seem to overlap a lot for me. Yeah, when he talks. yeah. There's not too many times when, actually, I can't remember. Where he stood on the rebuy. Remember the summer of rebuys at the World Series, like two or three years ago, where, you know, a lot of the events were rebuys, and he he came out and said, I can't remember which side he fell on, but he was like, you know, I can I can rebuy thirty times, and just kind of like play a very loose aggressive style as opposed to someone you know with a, a much smaller bankroll who can't. Do you remember where he fell on like? Because now that they're gone, I. I, I I don't. I don't remember. Um, I remember there was one year that he rebought like some ridiculous number of times. Yeah, I think to his credit, I I think he might have said that it's it's not a fair, you know, playing field with these rebuys. But I'm not sure. It could could be. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember one way or another. Um, I mean, I know that he's smart enough to realize like, oh, if my table breaks later than others, then putting more chips on on my table isn't bad. Where I think a lot of people aren't even that aware of like the implications of rebuy tournaments like yeah for sure but anyway i i so you you side sort of with two plus two on this uh, my guess is that 
it's he doesn't like their rules, but that's the thing with I don't know. There's this I see people do it all the time on internet forums. It's like oh you know freedom of speech, but no, it's not. Like you can't walk into someone else's house and say what you want. Like this isn't a public space. Someone owns it. It's monetized in a certain way. And if their rule is you can only use like the left half of the keyboard to type, if you don't like that, you can leave. It's a stupid rule, but it's their rule. So like whether or not this rule has merit, it's the rule. It's well stated. It's known if you've read the terms and conditions and you accept it when you sign up for an account. So I don't think they, they uh, wielded power that they shouldn't have been able to wield. Whether or not the rule is a little draconian, uh, it's hard to say. I don't know what situations there have been in the past with advertising, you know? Sorry, this this whole time I've been trying to figure out which words I could make with the left side of my keyboard to see if it's that okay. would even be feasible. Oh, it would be feasible. It would be... Where would you make the cutoff? Um, TGB. TGB, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking, TGB. You got you have E. Yeah, you've got E-N-A. S-R-S-T. I bet you could make words. See, that's perfect for a poker site. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> Re, no, can't do that. Um, so I, yeah, I agree with with pretty much everything you said. Um, but you I were don't li- the parts you were listening to for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I have prespect for the other parts that I didn't hear. Um, <laughs> and uh, the I don't see how Daniel could be right in this situation. Um, it would really have to have been like he did this thing one time, he got no warning, and they banned him. Which right. I, I mean, don't expect is the truth. And I'd imagine they temp-banned him for, like, a day. Like, I think that's pretty standard. Yeah, that's all I got was 24 hours, and, like, who cares if you get banned for 24 hours from 2 plus 2? I mean, I don't go... I Like, okay. Big deal. <laughs> I don't know what I... If I got banned from Deuces Cracked for 24 hours, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I would have been... Read two plus two, I guess. Yeah, I would. I don't actually ever go to two plus two unless someone specifically links it in a S- Skype or something like that. Yeah, I used to read NVG when there was news that wasn't about U.S. poker being crappy. Is that all so, it is now? It, it's probably gotten better now, but like for the six months after Black Friday, it was like, hey, full tilt, hey, serious, hey, quad jacks talking about full tilt and serious. Yeah. Is Quadjax, is that podcast still happening? Is it still continuous? <laughs> I don't know. I know they have a show. Like, they have, like, someone has a show that they were that wasn't the Quadjax guys. I forget who it was now. One of the uh, mental coaching guys or something like that has a show on their network. So Jared Tendler? It could be. Yeah, that's the only other one I know. Besides Tommy, um, and I know it's not Tommy. Yes, because Tommy would be on this show. This podcast network, if he had a show. Yeah, exactly. On this should, network. Yeah, we should get a network. We should get a network. I heard that worked out for Oprah. Yep. <laughs> I'm guessing you haven't heard. It, it worked out for Oprah. You just don't know in what way. I just heard she's... The uh, network may not have lasted. I just heard she's hemorrhaging money. Is that the actual phrase I heard? Which seems uncomfortable to me. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not. Like, I've never done it. You think money would clot at some point? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really. I don't have a lot of Oprah jokes prepared. Um, yeah, that would be really cool get, if you did, though. It would be cool. 
I fall back to like giving away cars, and I feel like that's overdone. Yeah, I can see that. See, I just fall um, back to Kinder Eggs. That's always my fallback. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I feel much better about my fallback now. Um, <laughs> I lost a, a lot of postspect for you. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, but yeah, I know Quadjax is still around. I don't listen. I I I had a hard time listening to them when they were doing their live thing because. You think we're proud of ourselves as we record this? You should hear them. It was, it was a little, it was a little much for me. Like they're talking about how they're the only podcast going for twenty four hours a day. Yes, but why are you doing it? Yeah, and who's who actually cares? I mean, I could, I certainly couldn't just listen to them ramble. Wait, wait, wait. Shh. <laughs> Don't blow our car. No, I just, I, 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 no uh, disrespect to them, but. <laughs> It just wasn't my thing. Um, yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, let's move on. Um, we have a, a a new segment that will only be for this time. So um, it may not be. It may be a continuing segment. It could, the, it could be. Um, but yeah, we're gonna play a game called Guess the Poker Pro based on how Bryce's girlfriend describes them. All right. All right. I'm ready. Let's. Yes. Well, let's start out with an example. Yeah, the origin of this game is we were at dinner, and the TV was on behind me, and she said, hey, it's that pale elf-looking guy. Pale elf-looking guy. That's got to be Tom Dwan. That is correct. Sweet. And I realized, like, if she has this many descriptions, we may be able to make a game out of it. All right, all right. So you have five left, or what's the deal? I, I have five, and then and then the, the final Jeopardy bonus round. Ooh, is that a lightning round? No. Damn it. It's like a, it's a thunder round. <laughs> It's just one, and it's just like, boom! <laughs> okay. The, and the dogs start barking. Yeah. Um, all right, so I, I sort of sorted them easiest to hardest. They're all kind of easy. Um, the old guy? Well, that's got to be Doyle. Yes. All right. Um, one for one. Looks like, the one for one. The guy who looks like Tiger Woods. Wait, how, over under on how many I get? Oh, I would say... Uh, uh, I think you're going to get five, and you're going to miss the bonus question. Okay, so set the line at 5.5, and you take the under. Is that right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that seems fair. All right. I was trying to figure out how you could game this. Like, <laughs> if I had somehow ended up with the over, it seemed like that wasn't going to work very well. All right. All right, I'll... one for one. All right. All right, the guy who looks like Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods? <laughs> um, no, no, Poker Pros? Huh, I'm stumped already. Are you serious? Um, he looks like Tiger Woods. Are these all like very famous? Yeah. I is yeah. is is he also? Oh, Phil Ivey? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, well, let's let's make this easy. Let's start with is he black? Okay. Yes. Black. <laughs> okay. Not he doesn't have a similar like. Eye shape. Yeah, that's, to that's exactly what I was going for. I was like, he has kind of wide, circular eyes. Um, uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> the guy who talks a lot. Daniel Negreanu. No, I thought that too, but the the, the the actual answer makes more sense. Would you like to guess again? Yes, I would like to guess again, uh, considering I'm taking the over. Um, <laughs> guy who talks a lot. Gotta be Sam Far. No, uh, <laughs> uh, 
Phil Hellmuth, I guess, talks a lot. But, uh, I'm, hold on, that's not my guess. I didn't say... <laughs> um, let's see. Guy who talks a lot. This is some excellent material for podcast me just <laughs> stumbling over myself. Uh, Phil Locke talks a lot. Let's see. Are you just are you trying to like show a card and see if I will accidentally <laughs> say yes? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just I'm just throwing out names until you go right. <laughs> um all right, all right. My next answer will be the final answer. He's a player, not like an announcer, right? He's a player, yeah. The announcer. <laughs> the guy who talks a lot. The one of the announcers that speaks more than the other. Um... Yeah, the answer to this one is actually Danny Bonarducci. <laughs> I'm stumped. I'm, I'm going to go with... Were they on Poker After Dark? Yes. Hmm... <laughs> And she knows them. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, that wasn't really a question. Um, I assumed she's never heard of this person. <laughs> this uh, yeah, I'm stumped. I'm gonna just throw out Mike Matisau. That is correct. Oh, nice. River. His nickname is the Mouth. Yeah, I get it, but yeah. In he's... retrospect, it turned out to be quite logical. Yeah, it is quite logical, but he's kind of irrelevant now, so it's hard to come up with him. I didn't... The game is not called Guess the Relevant <laughs> Touche. Or douche. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this one This one is much easier. Persian guy who thinks he's hot shit. Uh, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Oh, come on! The magician, Antonio. Yes. Um, Alright. What is that? Three for three or four for four? Uh, yeah, I guess it's like three and a half for four. Okay. <laughs> the the guy who talks a lot was a little iffy. Yeah, um, we might have to push. Right. Yeah, this one was... It's now the dick face. That's how she just... Uh, originally, it was the asshole, but she asked that I call him the dick face now. Huh. The asshole. Well, I... Uh, now, post-Black Friday, all I can think is Howard Letterer. No. But, uh, no, you, no, stop, no, stop taking the, the mic. No, I'm telling you, don't, don't, don't overcomplicate this. Like, she's, she's not into the politics of poker. Phil Helmuth. Yes, correct. <laughs> These the people that have been on the TV. Okay. All right, so four and a half for five. So I think if you get this one, it's a, it's a chop. All right. All right. Um. Is this the, wait, is this the final Jeopardy? This is the final Jeopardy. Okay. We'll insert the music here. Do, do, do. Um, <laughs> that's the thunder. That's <laughs> the thunder. It's it's the the British lady that bullies everyone. Well, I know. I think Annette Oberstadt is British, but I was when you said bullies everyone, and I don't know if your girlfriend knows about Annette Oberstadt, so I would think Annie Duke, but Annie Duke's not British. Um. Yeah, I guess I gotta go with Annette Oberstad here. I don't actually know who she was talking about for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you could get it, but Annette Oberstad is like Norwegian, so I don't think that's right. But well, and I the only uh, Victoria Corin. That's the only other one I've been able to think of too. But I I thought rather than solve it, maybe we could solve it together. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea who she's talking about. Is Victoria Corin British? Maybe I think she is, but I don't know. 
if she's bullyish. When I think bullyish, I definitely think Annette Oberstad, though. That was what I thought, too, but then she called her the British lady, and I assumed that British was part of the hint, but maybe not. Yeah, but maybe she just meant European. Yeah, it's possible. But anyway, that's why I want to play this game, because I don't know that one. Okay. <laughs> Did we win? Um, if It's a tie. If you got it right, it's a tie. Otherwise, I win. So, so you're free-rolling. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, ask your girlfriend and... Let me know, although I feel you're a bit biased in this reporting. (laughs) I'll report back on the next episode. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, we should do a next episode uh, on a regular basis, I guess, if we want people to start listening again. Every so often we will do an episode. Yes, every so often. I like that. No, I I think we should get back to it now that we're both triple draw masters. Yeah. And didn't you submit a video to Death Donkey 2? I did, and mine's fifty cent a dollar, so he's gonna pick mine over yours. Aww. So, the secret is the higher stakes it is, the more likely he is to pick it. Oh, I got it. Who do you think he's gonna? Who? Which video do you think he's gonna? Re- assuming he does both of them, which one do you think is gonna come out first? Mine. Why? Because I think he's gonna do it higher stakes to low stakes, and you'll be at the bottom. You'll be like, oh, I don't have any videos, and I have to do one right now. I guess I'll do yours. Oh, let me skip 20 minutes in. <laughs> um, or he'll just review the first 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I would recommend not discarding a deuce before the flop. <laughs> yeah. I, we should, we should uh, someone, whoever gets their video reviewed first, if at all, should get some sort of prize or something, I feel like. All right. What would that prize be? Um, well, are you are you going to Vegas at all this summer? I don't, yeah. Okay. It depends on if I still owe you twenty bucks or not. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I took that twenty bucks and I put it. I'm staking TJ now. So. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that he loses because if he wins, like, then I got to figure out what that means. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if he loses. I just give him twenty dollars. Yeah. If he wins, I think I still have to give you twenty dollars. Yeah, I guess sure. so. Or it's just—I guess I just—it's a wash at that point, and I don't owe anyone anything. That doesn't seem right. It doesn't <laughs> seem right. I go with that I'm unless you could. Not a logician. Um, but uh, which? Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll, let's let's just ask nowhere, man. He seems to have all the answers. Yes, that would be great. But all right, uh, I think this wraps anyway, it up for now. Yeah. Yes, we we were going to have a guest, but it was going to be John on tilt. Yeah, that's, but, yeah, we we asked him to be on. Um, but then I, I told him what time we're recording, and he's like, "Well, the clock could e- equally be likely to be midnight or ten forty-five. I'm not a psychic, <laughs> and he didn't show up. So that was awkward. And uh, yeah, Jordan's not going to be happy about that. <laughs> Nope. Look how far we've come. Look how far we've come. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this is tech. We didn't even introduce ourselves. Um, if anyone is listening to this going, I wonder who these guys are at this point, they've turned it off. That's true. They've probably been listening for their name. They, they were just waiting until we introduced ourselves. They're like, oh, that's them? Oh, click. And now they've made it all the way through. And, I don't know, lost valuable minutes from their lives. Does, something. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know where you're going with that, but uh, this is Tecmo Super Bowl signing off. And this is Nixon the Grouse. Hi, hi Mitch. That's the only one I think I haven't referenced yet. So, Jamie Staples. <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry. Oh, I thought we already talked about him. Did we? Oh, right. we might have. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye.